welcome to Everything and Nothing, the show about everything and nothing. I'm everything, and Holden's the nothing, but yet again, he's not here. Welcome to part two of the Hume Lake Files. This is a very short episode because I did not balance my episodes properly. Because I was planning on having six interviews done, and I ended up only having five. So I mistakenly put three interviews in the last episode. And because my interview with my other counselor, Joel, is about an hour long, I only have room for one more interview, which is this interview with Annie today. It's only 15 minutes, so it's going to be a short episode today. So it's going to be short and sweet, and I hope you enjoy. Also, I don't know if it got mentioned in the episode, but Annie has her own podcast called Growing Pains with Annie, although it's spelled Growing Pains W slash A-N-I. That's how our name is spelled. So that's her podcast. And if you're a fan of this show, then I hope you'll go and listen to her show because I've listened to a couple episodes and I really enjoy it. She's got some good wisdom, some good advice. So uh, yeah, also, yes, I know the audio in this episode is not the greatest because we had to record outside around a bunch of people and I was sitting far away from the microphone for some reason. So she's much louder than I am. So just bear with me. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, enjoy this short episode of Everything and Nothing. Hello, everybody. Our next guest is Annie. So say hello. Hi, guys. Yeah, she is a, a counselor here at Hume Lake. Mm-hmm. And she is also a, a church leader at the church that I go to, Shadow Mountain Church. Yeah, yeah, I am Shadow Mountain. Shadow Mountain. It's a great place, great yeah. place to be. Yeah, she's here at Hume, so she's next on the list. Yeah. The list. <laughs> well, I'm honored. I was extremely happy when you asked me to be on your podcast, Josh. Thank you. So, what led you to Hume Lake in the first place? So, I first came to Hume when I was a camper, when I was in the gathering, actually. So, I was um, a senior in high school when I first came. So, I became at Hume Lake. There's a thing right after you graduate high school, you can still come to camp, even though you're no longer in high school. It's called Super Senior. So, I came when I was a Super Senior. Um, And, yeah, and I loved it, and I loved ministry. And, you know, after that, I ended up starting to volunteer with the middle school group that our church has. And then when my students graduated middle school, um, I actually wasn't even living in the country. I was living in Mexico. Well, I lived in Maui, then Mexico. Um, But then when I came back, because unfortunately COVID had happened, you guys had moved into high school. And so I got to be with my old small group again. And I got the opportunity to come back to Hume Lake as a counselor this time, which was super exciting. So you've only been here twice? This um, second time? Yeah, I've been here twi- to the actual lake twice. Uh, I was a counselor at Hume Lake Hawaii. Um, I didn't know they had one. Yeah, they have a Hume Lake Hawaii. They have a Hume Lake um, San Diego. They take the camp other places too. So Hume Lake actually came to me once and I was counselor then. Oh, so I'm guessing this lake isn't actually named Hume Lake. So this is Hume Lake, but oh, then they made a camp around it also called Hume Lake. <laughs> okay. Right, that's a little confusing, but okay. A little bit confusing, yeah. A little bit confusing. So, uh, what was your test? What's your testimony? My testimony. So when I was seventeen, I'm trying to think. Yeah, yeah, that's the right age. When I was seventeen, I had a friend. Actually, like revolves a lot around Hume Lake, 
Um, I had a friend who had gone to Hume Lake and was coming back down the mountain. Think about Hume Lake because there's no cell phone service up here. Um, and kids aren't allowed to have cell phones up here. It's supposed to be a week away where you could just spend time with God. Um, as Josh is recording on his yeah, cell phone. Ironic, uh, that's okay. But it was a different time. It was a different time. Yeah. Lot, they weren't as necessary as they are now. Um, and my friend texted me and she said, hey, do you remember this kid named Jason Lyon? who used to be one of my best friends growing up. Like we were in a, we were in like a, a really tight knit group of friends um, when we were really young. And I said, yeah, of course I remember him. And she goes, they just announced that at Hume Lake that um, he had been diagnosed with brain cancer. Yeah, I remember Jason. Yeah. And so I was not a Christian. I don't come from a Christian home. Um, I'd never been to church. Oh, actually that's a lie. I'd been to church once and it was with Jason. And he had taken me to a VBS at our church, Shadow Mountain, when we were in the fourth grade. Summer blast. Yeah, some summer blast, something like that. Um, which is what our church's summer vocational Bible school is. Um, and I, that's all I, that's all I had ever experienced. And so I went to a prayer for him because I felt it was obligatory. Like you know, I felt obligated to because I had been his friend before. Um, and the best way to describe it is. I saw God when he told his testimony about having cancer and feeling like he was given this opportunity to share God's word and have it be more important this time. Um, I just knew that that strength wasn't from him. I knew Jason. I knew how, you know, how human he was and the strength and like, you know, just all the gratefulness and how much love he was exuding. I just knew was it him. And I've said, hey, man, if this God you're talking about is what's giving you that, then I better check it out. And so after that, um, he encouraged, I, I saw him and he's like, you should like, you should go to the gathering. And so I started going to the gathering and, you know, two months later I got baptized. And unfortunately, 10 days before I got baptized, Jason had died. But the thing about my friendship with Jason is it reflects so much of Christ is because I felt like um, I didn't deserve Jason to be my friend or to like love me because I hadn't been good to him and I hadn't talked to him so long and I hadn't been there for him and all of a sudden he passes away and I'm talking to his mom and she goes you don't get how much he loved you and like he cared about you and it doesn't matter that you guys didn't see each other every day like he really cared about you and that reflects God so much because it doesn't matter how long you spend away from the Lord. Like, He wants you in His presence and He like He's there for you and He loves you, even though it doesn't feel like you deserve it. So, yeah. I came to the Lord, started going to the gathering, and boom. Hume Lake. <laughs> so what led you to become a leader at the gathering? Um... Honestly, my friend was leading at the gathering. I had just come back from being a missionary, um, basically, in Mexico. And I I had an opportunity. I was really missing ministry and youth ministry in particular. And my friend was getting ready to get married and was going to leave the small group that she had taken over when I left. And so there's an opportunity to get my small group girls back. And... You know, and then I was kind of like, no, I don't think I'm going to do it. And all of a sudden, the Lord was just having people reach out, asking me to be small group leader, asking me to be small group leader. And finally, I, I caved and said yes, and I had to have a conversation with the Lord. And I said, because at the, at the time, I was already leading a, a college Bible study and like doing like small groups for that, basically. And so I said, Lord, if I'm going to do both of these, you better give me strength. And he said, when have I not? And I said, good point. And yeah, I decided to, you know, start leading the gathering and it's been amazing.
gathering's pretty great place. Yeah, it's a pretty good place. I guess it's okay. <laughs> How's your cabin been this year? My cabin has been amazing. I feel I feel so blessed to have them. They all really want to grow with the Lord, and they've been so open and honest. And you know, we came into cabin conversations, and it wasn't a year where it was like I want to learn a lot at camp and then just like forget about it in two months. It was like I want to learn a lot at camp and have it actually changed me. So I've been very blessed in that. They've been amazing, and they're silly, and we're doing great. We're winning, kind of. We're fourth. Fourth, second. Oh, whatever. Lou Cannon, whatever. Barber shop. Barber shop. Yeah. Man. I know most of the people in your team. Yeah. At least in the cabin. Yeah. You you seem to suit each other pretty well. Oh, because I'm crazy and they're crazy. I feel that. Yeah. Josh is like, yeah, exactly. No, yeah, that's a bad thing. It's, it's a good, good it's a good match. Good match. Yeah. It is a pretty good match. Yeah. Yeah. How about you? How's your cabin going? It's great. Yeah. We, good. Uh, yeah, we are good, great group of guys. Yeah. Like we can all, we all love to have fun. But we can also like settle down for a serious conversation. Yeah. That's awesome. That's super exciting. Yeah, it is. Man. Everyone's very open with each other in our cabin. That's awesome. That's what I would like to hear. And you have David Todd as your leader. David. He, it was his Bible study at his house that I started going to when I first became a Christian. So I know him and his sister and his brother pretty well. He's pretty awesome. Okay, don't give him too much credit. He's fine. Yeah, he, was, he was actually my, the last person I interviewed. Aww. Yeah. Man, well, I hope I, I do better than him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> do you have any other questions? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so let's hear. What's been your favorite part of camp this week? Favorite part? Well, I think cabin convos is probably like the best part that way. But I think like I feel like that's the safe answer. But I think all the inside jokes. All the inside jokes. My um, my cabin girls. Oh yeah, we we have vibes. We have vibes. Um, my cabin girls decided. Usually camp comes with like girls and guys getting all like weird about like trying to find boyfriends and girlfriends and all that stuff and my cabin girls didn't do that this year which was amazing but instead they they all agreed that they wanted to find me a boyfriend so <laughs> so they I, I made a promise to them that if they could um agree on one male counselor who is not married that I would go and ask him for his number um but what I didn't we didn't really express that I think they want me to get his phone number I'm just gonna go up and ask him his favorite number they they should have they should have been more specific. So oh, that's smart. Yeah, because the reality is church camp ain't about that. No, it's not. Not even for the leaders. Come on, people. Yeah. But they're having a lot of fun thinking of um, all the different people that they would want me to be with, not them. So that's been that's been a funny thing to see at church camp. It's been like the opposite with our cabin. Yeah. Yeah. All well, the boys are like, oh my gosh, girls. Pretty much. And then David Todd's over there like, I'm very seriously committed to my girlfriend. Yeah, exactly. He's a great guy. We're going to, he's, he's said that he's going to let us talk to her on the bus right now. Oh my goodness. Yeah. What a promise. <laughs> Hopefully she lives up to the hype. I know, right? <laughs> she's, she's in, in the words that your camp, that your campers use, she's a real one. A real one. Yeah. My campers yeah. too use yeah, words like that. quotations. <laughs> she's a real uh, one. A real one. Because like she, she did our Bible verses with us. Oh, like, that's cool. Uh, David sent her a picture, and then she's doing them along with us. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. 
I don't know if she's doing the bonus first though. Did you do the bonus first? I did do the bonus first. Hey, that's awesome. Only two of my girls did the bonus first, so I think you guys are going to keep that lead against us. Which ones? Uh, Margaret and Emily were the only ones to do the bonus first. Samantha and Elizabeth got really close, but they just ran out of time. That's rough. Yeah. Man, oh man. Yeah. Emily seems like the kind of person to be able to do it. Yeah, she was good. She only missed one word, but you can't have up to three misses on the bonus first, so. Man. Do you have a favorite place to go in the camp? Like if you just want to be by yourself? Oh, you as really a camp counselor, I never really get a <laughs> never really get a chance to be by myself. Um, there's chair on the edge of the lake. There are these like big chairs that they put out, and they're like green and red. And I love going and sitting at those like right after sunset, when everything's still pretty lit up and like the lake is kind of shimmering. I, so that's one of my favorite spots. Or the girls put up these hammocks. Then I like going and hanging out in the hammocks. A lot of my one-on-ones have been in the hammocks. Which I need to tell them they need to take down those hammocks before tomorrow morning. So that they don't forget them? Yeah, because one of them is my hammock. <laughs> and I want that. <laughs> yeah, hammocks are nice. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna, I wanted to buy one last time I was here. But they're expensive they're, they're here. Expensive. They're like $100 here. You can get a hammock for 20 bucks online. Don't do that. Don't fall. So many people like bought hammocks when I was there last year. Yeah. Man. Yeah. I keep, I cannot keep straight like last year and two years ago because. I know it's crazy because yeah. last year they didn't have camp. Because of a little, a little problem that our world suffered. Yeah. It's just a little problem. Just a little one. Just called COVID. <laughs> It's yeah. been crazy here because it kind of feels like, I mean, a COVID-free world. And we all got tested or you had to turn in proof of a negative test and or a vaccine and everything, you know. So it's all been really safe, but it's kind of crazy. Like, it feels like normal. I know. It's so, like, it's so strange to see normalness, these no normality. Yeah. I don't know. It's just so weird to see everything so normal. Like, people hanging out really close to each other without masks and, like. Yeah, like playing volleyball. Yeah, like like little th yeah, little things like that, playing volleyball and spike ball and yeah. and you know, hanging out by a lake and going swimming or paddle boarding. It just seems so normal but it feels so like foreign now. It really does. It seems very strange. Man. It's weird now that normal is weird. Yeah. Well Josh, I have to go in a second, so I'm gonna actually ask you a final question. Alright. And then you can do you have a final question for me? Uh what it, what have you learned this week from our speaker? What's oh, something, what's okay. Something you learned that you didn't know before, or that you never thought about. One thing, and Johnny said it. He didn't say it um, in the actual chapel, but he said it in our leaders' meeting. This idea that we call God our Lord, but and we use it in such a loving way. But to think of what a Lord really is, and someone lording over you is someone like who has complete control of your body and your actions. And and when you you sign up to have God as your Lord and Savior, like you're signing up your body and your will and everything. You're signing that away, like your own life. You're signing it away and you're giving yourself to Him. And I obviously like, I knew that. I just never really connected that to the word Lord. And I think I just like, as we've talked about holiness, I really like, I've really resonated with that. And like, man, I need to, I need to really like respect Him as my Lord. And like, I made this promise to give Him my life and I need to like, be like you know really living out that promise each and every day yeah it's pretty great okay my last question what are three things i wouldn't know just by looking at you just which would be perfect because it's a podcast they can't look at you yeah that's true 
Um, I like to read. You like to read? Okay, cool. Yeah. Um, my favorite kind of music is metal. Love that. Wow. Yeah, some of, uh, some of your girls have said that my music choices scare them a little bit. My girls are a little weak. That's okay. <laughs> yeah. And, um, I don't know. Come on, Josh. One more. I can't look at you and assume okay. what kind of, like, your favorite color is or something or oh, the craziest thing you've done. Okay, your favorite I color is orange? Or blue. I'm not sure. Ooh. I'm still deciding. Okay, perfect. All right. Well, Josh, thank you so much. This has been so much fun. Thank you for doing this. Of course. Well, I hope the next person, I hope I beat DT because um, this just gets more views or something. And then I hope the next person, well, they can try to beat me, but good luck. Yeah, good luck with that. <laughs> All right, thank you okay. very much. Bye, Josh. Bye. Hey, everyone. I hope you enjoyed that. The That was an interview with Annie. Just to reiterate, she has her own podcast called Growing Pains W slash Annie. I will put the uh, the Spotify and or the Spotify link to her podcast in the description. Or you know, I don't know what I'll do. I think I'll put the her Instagram or something in the description. So yeah. I hope you enjoyed this episode. And just a reminder, voice messages, something you can do. If you go to our website, you can click the messages button. Send us a voice message. Tell us what you think of the show. Give us some, please give us show ideas because we're always open. We're only eight episodes in. I already feel like we're running out of ideas. But we're going to keep going. We're, we got to keep going. I mean, this is a long-term commitment that we have. And I want to try to keep it going for as long as I possibly can. Yeah, so I hope you enjoyed today's episode. and. Next week, or next Saturday's interview, will be the interview with my counselor, Joel, which is a longer one, but it was a lot of fun to record, and it was a lot of fun. That was super redundant. Anyways, yeah, uh, Holden says goodbye, even though he's not here. Holden is here in spirit. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a splendid rest of your day and a splendid rest of your week, or rest of year, life, whatever. Uh, goodbye.